I'm ready. It, it, can you hear that? Yes. Okay, here we go. And do you want me to play the, the recording of your intro or just I'm gonna, or stop it and you can do a live intro with your... Um, you can just play the recording. I don't... Okay, we'll see if it works. Okay. Say something specific to that day. Here we go. to Beyond Humanity, brought to you by HiveOne.net. With us today is Matt Reddy, host of the Mindful Activist webcast, published author of Revolutionary Mindfulness, and a hospital commissioner in Jefferson County, Washington. He's an amateur ufologist, creator of HiveOne.net, and a philosopher. I'm Margaret Howe, product manager of New Perspective LLC. In the Beyond Humanity podcast, we explore the possibilities and implications of artificial intelligence and alien life for human evolution, identity, and destiny. In later episodes, we'll have some time for the audience to speak to those who might have questions or have something related to talk about. We're hoping that some folks will join us in the Twitter space today. We'll see. We want to invite anyone on Earth, human, alien, reptilian, AI, interdimensional beings, and Met fans. We are sponsored by the Sisterhood of the Forked Tongue Worm. Thank you. Um, do we have a super genius of the day? I do. Okay, who's your super genius of the day? Chris. Lado. Chris Lado. And what is what what about Chris Lado? I don't uh, know who Chris... I well I could uh tell us about Chris Lado and why he is a super genius. Chris Lado is a former F-16 uh Air Force pilot turned amateur, I guess maybe even professional UFologist over the last two years. He's been broadcasting a YouTube channel called The Lado Files, uh, where about, I think it was about two years ago, uh, his video is one of the first ones I came across um, of, a re of a person that was very much like me just realizing, oh my gosh, these aliens are real. These, these things that pilots are reporting are real. And so I, you know, I could play you this clip I just remember he's been so sincere and authentic on um, uh, on his videos. Just you know, emotion. We've been sharing this emotional journey with him over the last two years as he's been researching: Are UAPs real? Are there ships? And then he, after that, you know, he's been digging into the stuff behind it. But but like his, uh, anyways, he recorded a video yesterday or two days ago on YouTube about the Grush disclosure. And uh, the Grush, am I saying that? Grush? Grush? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and the video of Chris Lado going off, ranting uh, about, and, and just the things, it's such an emotional rant. People on Twitter are like, he, I think he lost his mind. But, and I could, we could, I think we need to play some of what he said there. Um, I mean, I could just do that. I'd now love to hear it. Yeah. While you're looking for it, I want to tell you about what I saw on NASA Live, NASA Live this morning. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, that was just... I was just yeah. you, you look for the clip, I'm going to tell you about this. So uh, 
Steve and Woody were the astronauts doing a spacewalk and uh, Woody was going to ride the Canada arm and they're deploying solar panels today. And uh, so they're, they're all getting Woody on the arm and everything. And then the audio and video feed cut out and, and uh, you know, they're like, oh, we're having a technical problem, whatever. Right. And then the audio cuts back in where Steve is saying, it's okay, Woody, we're almost back just a minute we'll get back and you could hear like jets blowing it's like ksh, ksh, ksh. i think woody fell off the canada arm <laughs> what? and steve was like controlling it and i think steve had to go get him uh you know obviously he probably has a tether or whatever but like they they cut it out like they didn't show it on live nasa tv right oh wow yeah i was like Oh, come on. That's the part that we all want to see, right? Uh, but yeah, so. Mm. And, then, and then they just went back to screw, you know, spinning, you know, the whole rest of the time, screwing in bolts to hook the new solar panel on. But like, yeah, apparently that's what NASA does when there's a problem. They just like, oh, don't let the public see this, right? <clears throat> well, that reminds me of another yeah. audio thing we should play uh, that's uh that i think would be it there's an audio file of john glenn in orbit where he uh and actually this is in the movie the right stuff where john glenn's up in orbit and he sees some uh flying in the movie the right stuff they showed as sparks around mm -hmm. flying around the craft but if you listen to the audio of john glenn talking to uh nasa's you know houston mm -hmm. john glenn is describing glowing orbs flying all over his spaceship and around it in formation. NASA is like, what are you saying? And then he's like, yeah, they're flying all over. And then NASA cuts the feed. And all you hear is Jonathan <laughs> saying, hello, NASA, are you there? And they don't resume talking to him for two hours. And it never is brought up again. Two hours? Well, oh, my word. Know. I'm just like, this is based on my memory. But they don't, they don't, they cut the feed because he's yeah. talking about seeing alien ships around him. And it's so wild this made it into the movie the right stuff at all uh because in the movie they really managed to make you just not really think about it they don't pay attention mm -hmm. but they tie it to some uh it looked like like a native american burning a fire on earth and the sparks going up in the sky and they somehow mm -hmm. connected some spiritual connection between that moment and john glenn but if you listen to the audio it suddenly sounds like houston cut the feed because that's how you or they cut them over to a private channel or something. But John Glenn's like, hello, Houston. Hello, are you there? Is anyone <laughs> reading me? And it's literally, we've been basically saying that for the last every year since. Hello, Houston. Yeah, I wonder what that's from. Because you hear that in popular cult, you know, popular coach. Hello, Houston. <sighs> Crazy. Okay, okay but let's hear this about Chris Lado. Uh, I'm just going to play you some of what he said. He basically played the a whole one hour interview but he stopped it every few minutes to give some feedback and i just want you to hear some of what he said I'll just sort of is it chris linto leto l-e-h-t-o leto leto okay. we should have no secret program there should be right. no secret here so we go. i've got to be blunt about this yeah. you're not making this up this no. is not a lie no absolutely not because everybody watching this Go to Chris's reaction. Chris Lado, welcome to Lado Files. 
Welcome to Lado Files. I am Chris Lado. Today's show is just an unbelievable show. I didn't think I would be doing it anytime soon. Definitely not. But I'm going to go through the full Grush interview with Ross Coltart. Give my commentary. I am just blown away. This is probably going to be an emotional show. I was just literally flipping out this morning. I just can't believe it. I just cannot believe it. But the only thing stopping me from actually believing it, because there's tons of evidence, it is blatantly obvious, if you can just remove the bias that they have programmed into our brains that says it's not possible. As soon as you understand that it's possible or believe that it's possible, because it is possible, all of a sudden it's blatantly obvious. Blatantly obvious. There's going to be something. So let's go through the full interview. I have it right here. This is broadcast June 11th on Sunday. Let's check it out. Amazing, amazing stuff, man. I just cannot believe it. Tonight, for the first time, a former senior military intelligence officer comes forward to say what we've only imagined. First question, David Grush is a hero. David Grush is a hero. Without Agreed. <laughs> and everyone else, all your names are going to be in history. All the other people, your names are going to be in history. And you're going to go down as cowards and lying sacks of shit is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. All of you guys. Crimes against humanity, man. Against. Must be so frustrated to not be believed. Good evening. Right? I'm Elizabeth Vargas here to bring you a News Nation exclusive. Yeah. Uh, and that is just the beginning of what Chris has to say. I'm just going to skip ahead to. Uh, play a few more clips because this gets really emotional. I mean, it. it yeah. Do you want to hear more, or do you want to? Is that enough? You think? <laughs> uh, we can play another one. Let's play another one. Okay. Uh, let's skip to like after he's been doing this for an hour. We'll just go. Oh to my the goodness! Oh. What he does? Oh 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 yeah. This is where oh shites. Get ready. Aww. This is the guy who was supposed to tell us what it was. They told him he talked to Grush a year ago. He talked to Grush a year ago. Did you go and look at the data, Kirkpatrick? We have no credible evidence. No, you have no credibility. You have no integrity. You are done. All these people, man. Honestly, I think the whole industrial military complex should be disbanded should be disbanded. We don't have control, people. You do not have control. You are under control. I hope he ultimately does the right thing. Gets even scarier. The US makes sense. My own personal belief is that we're on a larger ecosystem. We're surrounded by life, just like we are on our planet. There is an ecosystem, right? Where some creatures eat other creatures. It's just how the nature has evolved. So there could be a you know, malevolent NHI. My guess is the other benevolent, so friendly NHIs are protecting us or keeping us safe in that sense. Interesting to me as well, he talked about when they had human deaths caused by aliens. And it sounded like around nuclear incidents. He said in one incident that appears to have happened. So it seems like there was some incident at a nuclear base when a human or groups of how many humans, we don't know, were killed or harmed by aliens. He says, yeah, at least in one instance that has happened. So 
Do we know what actually happened there? I'm not sure, but maybe they were just there and any humans around, they're just going to kill. You know, if, if you can imagine it's an actual non-human intelligence, how can we relate to that? So not really sure what it's going to be. So that, that was interesting. I think if there are friendly intelligences or most of them are friendly, then we are in some sort of protected bubble. We're protected from this harmful NHI, hopefully. I've been told that there have been attempts to bring down. Is well aware of UAP. They, they're well aware of the phenomenon. And they use it, again, to try and gain information and try and capture craft. They do the same thing. Our allies know. His argument is that they don't release it because they believe the, look, the populace would freak out. That's why they keep all of us in the dark. They don't tell any of us the actual real universe that we live in. They keep this information secret from us to protect us, right? To protect us. Because we'll freak out. And we're going to freak out. We are. Oh. <laughs> Ontological shock. <laughs> yes. Freaked out because you've yep. militarized our world. Kept us in the dark. So that you could benefit. So that you could benefit. Now there's an arms race. What can this alien technology do? We have no idea. We don't understand space. We don't understand time. We're not interested in actually finding it out because we keep all of the real information trapped. In fact, we go around the world, like in Virginia, as soon as there is an actual case, then we hear about it and go down and actually capture as much as we can, pay off whoever we can, and kill whoever we can. That's, that's the operation. That's it. Great. All you people on this operation, previous, you're cowards. And you're all lying sacks of shit. You're going to go down in history. Everyone is going to go down in history with this secret. Why has Russia or China come out spoken publicly about this? I think they're in a similar, you know, pickle as us, where it's agreements with alien without any of us knowing. We are under. That's a question that I would like to know all the details of as well. Okay, so that answer means yes. Yeah, that? <laughs> that's how you answer yes without, <laughs> without breaking the rules. Yeah, allowed to actually say that we have agreements in place. That's how you say we have agreements in place. Think of that. Our government signed agreements with alien without any of us knowing. We are under those agreements right now. What agreements are we under? Did you vote for that? Is that democratic? This is the democracy you live under. So anyways, yeah, yeah, it's he like this, this. He, I mean, not only does he express basically everything we should be thinking at this point about what is going on with our government, the, the genuine fury that he goes on in this rant. At one point, he like stands. I mean, he goes through every emotion. I mean, except breaking down and crying during this thing. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, I think he's on the ver I think it's because he has so much rage. He's beyond crying. He's mm -hmm. feeling rage. And I didn't even find the clip that is, I think, going to be the one that's going to set off the world. Uh, but maybe we can do it like, how are you? Uh, 
anyways, where do we begin? What would you like to uh, talk well, about? I wanted to ask you um, about why do you think Grush as a whistleblower is so compelling? He's not the first one. Uh, Louis Elizon, Elizon, Elizondo, Zondo? Elizondo. El, Elizondo, yeah. Uh, he filed a complaint in, uh, you know, two years ago. In, in May of 2021. So why why is there any, um, you know, he's basically just ignored as far as I can tell, right? Uh, he's basically, people just said he was crazy. And um, is it a different um, complaint location? Like, because uh, Luis Elizondo went to the inspector general. Where, where did Grush go with his complaint? Well, I don't, seems, I don't know. It, it seems uh, when Lou Elizondo came mm -hmm. out and went public, the Pentagon's immediate tactic was they kind of really muddied Lou Elizondo's background mm -hmm. at the Pentagon. So they immediately called into question his credentials. I believe Lou had to file something in order to get them. He almost sued them just because. Like harassment, basically. Well, yeah, they were like <laughs> lying about his credentials slander they, they created all this confusion over the name of the program that so anyways they did a good job of muddying the waters with lou but a lot of people did and do believe lou elizondo mm -hmm. and i think lou elizondo was like the the bulldog lead tank of this inside disclosure movement mm -hmm. and he was like i mean I, I just sort of believe he's like i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna pave the way for someone like david grush to come forward with impeccable credentials that they can't muddy as well as I think basically Congress and Grush got, they were like, how does this have to happen bureaucratically? And they're like, we have to, and someone had the idea, give it to the inspector general, but they probably had to make sure there was an inspector general they could trust. So I'm sure there was mm -hmm. the first thing they had to do was, you know, replace the inspector general. Um, and I think that's been going on over the last few years is there's been some major inside stuff happening. There has to have been like the greatest inside bureaucratic uh, power struggle, perhaps without ever getting to the level of physical violence. But who knows mm -hmm. the level of corporate bureaucratic violence that they are capable of? And uh, I mean, it could it we, I think the story when it comes out is going to reveal there's been some serious stuff. And. At some point, they got the right inspector general in place. Once they had that person as an ally, they said, look, we are going to bring you a mountain of evidence. Help us out by saying it's credible. You know, if you think it is, I mean, be a person of honor, read this stuff. If you think it's credible, we are all, we will, that will help us in our disclosure war, which Grush said there's 10 to hundreds, tens to hundreds of people inside, in the know, in the intelligence community that basically are leading an inside revolt against whatever the power structure is that's actually in control of it, which Chris Leto goes off. You know, that's another reason why mm -hmm. he's, the day, he's saying he is putting out there every single idea that we have to uncover as a species right now mm -hmm. Who is in control of the secret group in the alien, you know, uh, alien secrecy movement who's in control of it which corporations sounds like raytheon is one of them raytheon raytheon raytheon, Hello, raytheon. <laughs> you are a corporation you have a of officers who should all be testifying today as whistleblowers and by you know and your stock price should be going away 
to the faces of zero. Um, so, I mean, yeah. the the early the work and the whistleblowing um, from Elizondo before probably got us the UAP task force, but it has no teeth. They can't even see the classified documents, right? <laughs> so, well, like it, it, the work that everyone did in the disclosure movement to get the NDAA passed is I think mm -hmm. that was that was the bureaucratic stroke of, you know, that was the most weaponized law I've mm -hmm. ever seen. It, I mean, it was basically just like, just saying to the entire United States, all your secret program belong to us, the Congress. And it was just like, you know, um, it was beautiful. When I read that thing, I was like, this is gonna go down in history as the greatest, most savage act of lawmaking ever. It, and what is the name of that law again? The NDAA. NDAA. Uh, and, and actually something passed today. I mean, I'm just going to, a new, oh. uh, uh, let me get to my Twitter. It was a new Senate security bill passed today. And it mentioned stuff that it seems directly, it mentions Havana syndrome. It mentions oh. stuff that could be mask language where we just radically took over. Uh, well, let me just read it to you. Uh, um. I mean, I'm hoping it's the this security bill means something. All right. I could share this screen also. Sure. Senate Intelligence Committee passes the FY24 Intelligent Authorization Act, June 14th, 2023. Just gonna skip around because who knows what it really means, but it says it increases oversight of the national security threats posed by China, including military capabilities and investments in artificial intelligence and next generation energy technologies, biotechnologies, many others. That could specifically mean aliens. That really, that mm -hmm. literally right there could be like, we know China has an alien space program. We have to compete with it. And that's what that line might mean. And it establishes a new IC atrocities coordinator. That's a little disturbing, but it sounds like they're trying to focus on China there. Um, promotes reform of the nation's security classification system including by reducing overclassification, which is exactly what's been happening in UFOs. Mm -hmm. Is we are basically, they had to do something to declassify a bunch of material to release it to the American people. So that basically this, right. we just changed a bunch of rules that potentially could let us release a bunch of info immediately. Mm -hmm. Strengthens and uh, let's see, it talks about Ukraine, improves procurement, adoption integration of emerging technologies um that aka we're buying more from the military industry <laughs> that one might not be that great of a line requiring a standard procedure for investigating cia sexual misconduct complaints amongst other measures that could be because there's a bunch of uninvestigated horrible things that besides oh man um and then at the bottom you know it says insurers continue support of the victims of anomalous health incidents ahis or havana syndrome by improving their funding uh 
flexibility for payments to qualified victims, each requiring blah, blah. I mean, that basically sounds like they could be saying people that have been hurt by aliens mm -hmm. are they created a way to just immediately pay off everyone. They're, they're going to come out and say aliens are real. Everyone who's been hurt by them is getting uh, $200,000, you know, payment. And we've changed control of the CIA and we now will release info. I mean, it, hopefully behind the scenes, this basically is saying we are totally taking re-control of our intelligence agency, but I don't know. It's it's vague. You don't really know what it says. So Havana syndrome, that's where uh, people were getting hurt by the sound, we think. It's a mysterious thing. That, that really one, yeah. Of UFO, UFO lore of mm -hmm. what the So anyways, that's happened. But but there is a, like two years ago, uh, I remember Lou Elizondo making the rounds on all these podcasts on every UFO talk show. He was going, everyone, it was mm -hmm. like like a few months there. He was just like a bull in a china shop with his truth speaking. But there was one day on some random podcast, he came on and he mentioned a specific general and he said, no one is going to know what I'm talking about right now, but it, I don't know who it was like General Mick Casey. I'm just going to make up a name. I don't know. It was some <laughs> some star, someone that was in deep inside, I believe, the Air Force, somewhere in the military industrial complex. It was a ranked general. And he just said mm -hmm. that this guy is a hero. And someday you are all going to know that this person did something heroic today inside the depths of the Pentagon. And I think there's got to be a number of stories like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if we find out on that day, Lou Elizondo was telling us the moment that the U.S. got control of the intelligence community or like this guy must might have been in a major gatekeeping position of this mm -hmm. could be bad or this could break down some barriers. And that's what it sounded. And I think these stories are going to come out. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's all my suspicion of what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. There's so much that we don't know. There's so much that isn't allowed to be said, right? Like it's just, like you said, gatekeeping. Um, so, so frustrating. Um, but it's it's a really big deal that they're mentioning Havana syndrome in legislation even. Like uh, they, they've had such a hard time, uh, victims of this have had a hard, such a hard time getting the government to even really acknowledge it right um like so like putting it in legislation finally it's acknowledged right even though it's minor and they're you know they're not defining it or anything right but but yeah i was uh i hadn't heard much about it recently so i'm i'm happy to hear that those people are getting some support and acknowledgement right because <clears throat> They were treated crappy. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, there there were some uh, there's some bombshells of threads. I don't know if you're uh, how up you are on the uh, news, but there's a couple more uh, things that happened. I just got to tell you about. Don't know if they're real or not, but um, you ready for those? Yeah, let's hear it. I believe it started yesterday morning. No, it had to be the day before. Uh, first. Tim Burchett, congressman, a Twitter, a tweet went out that said his office, it, it said that every member of Congress was being shown a video of a live alien. And oh, that. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was a very old video. The, I had never seen it before. Is that what you linked to me? That's like 15 came out on YouTube like 15 years ago. Wasn't yeah, that I hadn't I hadn't seen, seen it before it. either. Um, it's very clearly Brazilian. Um, yeah, that's <clears throat> but like the age of that fifth being 15 years old makes it like actually way more credible than if it had just been released now, right? Because of our uh advances in video technology, right? Yeah. Um Yes, that would be a very good one to play on it. Uh, yeah, we're playing a lot of people's videos, but hopefully the world understands. <laughs> uh, I just, um, yeah, that one is so creepy and so sad. And, uh, and I had mentioned before in one of our other things, I, I worry about how... Um, how we as humans treat aliens when we do encounter them, right? Because our track record of how we treat each other is pretty horrible, right? Oh, did I? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not playing it. Did I? Did I share anything yet? No, I don't see anything. Ah. Share sound because we got to share sound. That's really important part of this video. Okay, yeah. but after I play this, there's a bit of news that actually is, we're gonna forget about this, but uh, all right, you ready for the video? Possibly, don't know if this is true, but this is apparently what was shown to Congress. And I'm, I'm not even sure this is the right video. People say this is what it was, but. Mm -hmm. Fala, filho da puta. Calma aí, mano. Aí, não falei que ele ia falar o all right so that's that and so yesterday like i see that video and i'm like oh my gosh is this happening am i actually looking at a real alien is this what congress is being shown today so first i was swimming in that and then another piece of news dropped you ready for that one let's mm hear -hmm. Then someone, I, I don't even know where the tweet was, but uh, it was um, it was covering a book that is connecting JFK's assassination to the UFO cover. Oh, it oh said, that's interesting. JFK gave a memo, sent a memo to the head of the CIA 10 days before he was killed, demanding basically all info about aliens and UAPs 10 days before he was killed. And they say he was going to release the info. Oof. Well, the CIA has a history <laughs> of, of, you know, assassinations. It's not surprising if they were not involved in a domestic one as well. Right. Uh, 
So it is not surprising if he was working on UFO stuff. If they decided they needed to take him out, that's Oh, yeah we've always wondered about like what would be what would be their motivation because from the very start people were like it's the cia right um no but i've that's <sighs> you know i mean okay i guess i did i mean yes i believed it was an inside job the way it was executed but to connect it hit me like a it hit me hard and this is actually i guess it really hits me hard then i went on twitter and i'm like holy crap i hadn't even really thought of this but this memo looks legit 10 days before he was killed he sent a memo to the cia demanding all info about aliens and now if mm -hmm. we had played the other parts of the chris lato video chris lato points out which is really an easy conclusion to make uh we know thanks to grush we know the vatican knew about aliens and ufos right jfk was the first roman catholic president he met with the pope Mm -hmm. They have asked and been told. I mean, you think the Pope is not going to tell the first Roman Catholic president if he asked him straight up, what can you tell me about aliens? I bet the Pope was like, this is my chance. I have a Catholic president mm -hmm. who might have told Kennedy everything. And even and I've heard some I mean, I just started to dig into this theory is not brand new. It's just it hit me and, and apparently Chris Leto and a lot of people on the same day. But this is where it starts to get beyond disturbing. They say, I mean, I'm just tracing the threads of ufology here of what they're saying about this theory with Kennedy. They're saying Kennedy was going to go public. They couldn't stop him. Mm -hmm. They killed him to stop him from just speaking this truth. Kennedy apparently, they say, had concerns about the relationship between aliens and humans, which it sounds like they're probably genuine. But this is where it gets really beyond they're saying in the threads on twitter that marilyn monroe was killed because she was kennedy told her are you still there um all right did your uh your video just went off is that cool yeah i'm not sure what just happened i think that was so funny the minute I'm talking about this that we have a weird technical glitch. Everything. everything like my all my monitors went off too. I don't know if we just had like a, a brownout or what, right? <laughs> well, let me see. Um, Which is weird because my computer didn't go off, right? Yeah. And they're all plugged in in different places. That's <laughs> the weirdest <laughs> thing. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, let me, I'm going to, okay, I'll finish this straight. It's just very funny that we had a massive glitch at the moment I'm connecting JFK and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> my, my, okay, I can go. see you again, but yeah. my, uh, my camera is still not behaving. Huh. That's very, very weird. All right, but we will, uh, we have a little technical glitch here. We were just getting oh, into, there. There, there's cameras back. Okay, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> a couple people drop into the Twitter space. Um, Thank you. Oh, great. Welcome. All right, well, that, let me just finish the thread of what I was on, if that's okay. Yes, for sure. Because this is what my brain had to digest for the last 48 hours, was the possibility that this... And the, and the reason why the... Okay. So they, they kill CIA, uh, kill... The, whoever this group is. And it seems mm -hmm. to be 
inside the CIA. It seems to be like because they have their unmarked military. And I don't know if you noticed this, Robert Kennedy Jr. is running for president, and he's been talking for the last several weeks about he believes that CIA were involved in the death of his father and Robert Kennedy and JFK. And that's the thing. The threads keep going. The threads are JFK, Marilyn Monroe, and Robert Kennedy may have all been killed as part of the uh, keeping this secret. And it may be literally, Grush may know this, and he may literally be like, I'm going to open the door for the rest of this information. He connected us all the way back to the Vatican. I think that was intentional because maybe that's, and maybe the Vatican is going to have to go public not only with their relationship between UFOs and aliens, but they might have to go public with they told JFK this and not even say anything mm -hmm. beyond that. Because if it may, I mean, the Vatican didn't know he was going to get assassinated. They may have just been like, oh, this is great. We're telling a president the secret, the greatest secret in the history of humanity. He's going to do the right thing and go public. And then, then they murder JFK. The Vatican is sitting there like, oh, uh-oh. And yeah. every, <laughs> then they murder Robert Kennedy. And so any president or elected official after that that finds out about this is told, you know what? If you go public, we will kill you just like we did. Robert Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, Marilyn mm -hmm. Monroe, who knows who are they? All they had to do is demonstrate they were willing to kill the people at the top to shut up the people at the top. You know, they didn't waste time killing people in the middle ranks. They didn't waste time killing Bob Lazar. No one believes Bob Lazar, but you have to kill right. the elected officials who are going to go public to keep this secret. And so that is what that is uh, a theory. It's a hypothesis that rings really emotionally, horribly true. And if they killed Marilyn Monroe, one of the icons of 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 our country to keep this secret, the I mean, I don't know which riot's going to be bigger, the Irish Catholic riots or the, the you know, the people who like, love yeah. Marilyn Monroe riots, you know, it's like, it's like there, people are going to have an emotional need to get, uh, there's going to need to be someone held accountable. And so that's what Chris Leto's video is all about. Like, you have a choice right now to get on the side of the people helping tell the truth, or you are mm -hmm. on the group that helped do atrocities to hide this secret. And it's like, the time is uh, right now for every whistleblower. To, I don't know, Every it's like we need to- Well, it is very telling that Elizondo and Grush both left government before they disclosed. Both of them resigned their positions. Um, why? Why did they need to do that? Right? Is it yeah. because it, you know, people that are government officials die if they do it? Right? I think I think <clears throat> they both probably have known that their lives it's weird. Christopher Mellon talked about um, you know, that he was afraid at first for mm -hmm. his life to be at risk. And but at some point you know, a few years into it, he decided something changed and he realized, no, he, he, it really sounded like no one really asked him about this, but he said he stopped worrying about being killed at some point. Cause I think there's like Chris Leto says, I think there is some sort of justice system in place, some sort of like mm -hmm. where certain actions uh, just are not going to be tolerated. And so these actions of say murdering a couple 
U.S. leaders and an icon and others could be not done by like the aliens or any aliens, but really just done by the most bad human actors that are in league with the aliens. And so, and you know, and, and that's what um, Grush was saying is they don't interfere with human free will. Humans have free will. We are free to do atrocities, do genocide, do murder. I don't know that the aliens are free to do that except through influencing humans. It seems to be, you know, it's just like, you can't make it illegal to, in, you know, to influence people, to hate certain people or to believe mm -hmm. certain things and to do certain, but you can, so I think maybe the aliens are stuck in this just manipulative position and the humans that are getting bribed with the most stuff are, have a history of bad acting and power and being cowards. Like Chris Leo, this is just like an army of cowards with power and connections to aliens and it's all going to come out. Well, as we have seen in human history, uh, you know, look at the atrocities that happened in Germany and how a lot of the general public didn't believe it was happening, right? Uh, like as a species, it's not unprecedented for us to keep major secrets from each other. And then even when it becomes out there in public, the public not wanting to hear it right um, and that is my concern i i think that it is not you know the public is not going to believe this unless you know we have biden out there and obama out there together saying look this is what happened oh hey here meet an alien <laughs> like i i just think it's going to be really really hard to get the general public to believe this especially uh because there's been such a campaign by the right wing and trump's um trumpians to divide the american public right uh, and the whole what they believe only comes from certain channels i was thrilled to see fox news covering this however um, yeah because that reaches out to a lot of folks on that side of the political spectrum, right? Um, but it's not just about getting disclosure, it's about getting people to believe. I mean, look at, we people don't even believe in climate change and they're, you know, swimming through smoke in the East Coast. <laughs> so <clears throat> what does it, what will it take, right? What will it take to stop the secrecy, get full disclosure, and get people to actually believe it? And that, that's why that word ontological shock keeps coming into play for me, because we, how are we going to get people to adapt to this news, right? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's just going to happen on its own. It's like, I think information travels, you know, like a forest fire. Mm -hmm. it, it's going to, it hasn't hit the uh, barbershops yet. It's just going to, it's got to go through the barbershop word of mouth chain. And it's, it, you know, the, it, the mainstream media is hiding. Every senator, the president, every high level congressman is hiding right now. The only congressman talking is Tim Burchett. He's the only one. And, and I think, He's just the only one with guts. He's the only independent mind in Congress, it seems. And he, he's 
maybe it's because everyone hates him and he's just like mm -hmm. out of poop and no one has brought him in but he's like i think he's gonna it, it, this is gonna come out you know i think we're gonna have robert kennedy jr and tim burchett as the two candidates for president one on the right one on the left uh that i mean those are gonna be the leading voices that are willing to try to speak honestly and i mean robert kennedy jr if it comes out, if if the public even just latches onto this narrative and believes it, doesn't even have mm -hmm. to be true that that, but it seems there's enough circumstantial evidence that alien disclosure was at least one of the reasons Kennedy was killed. It that the the fury and the pain that that is going to unleash is going to be is going to be looking is, gonna, is all this is going to be channeled in the next election into the the prime the season that's opening up right now. We're mm -hmm. finding presidential candidates, and Robert Kennedy is sitting there already ready to be the just absorb all the Democratic left wing and maybe beyond cathartic people that just want to recover, you know, do some big healing action to, to heal from the Kennedys being murdered for this secret. So when the secret comes out, elect a Kennedy to president it, that could be. It, you know, narrative-wise for humanity, that could be a really cathartic narrative, unless, of course, he gets killed, then it would be, then we are like, you know, all bets are off. Mm -hmm. We enter into a cathartic Robert Kennedy presidential, you know, hope and optimism era, and then the forces at work again do it. I don't know. I, anyways, but it could be a could be an interesting um political season well and looping back to that uh, act that was just passed by the senate intelligence committee uh you have you have people working together you have uh warner from the democrats and rubio from the republicans right and agreeing yeah and and agreeing on on you know, increasing the UAP funding, uh, you know, building in more transparency, declassifying things. Um, hopefully this will just be, you know, the little, little, little rumblings that become an avalanche, right? Uh, of information. I, that's my yeah. hope, right? Yeah. Uh, but it really does start with congressional reform, right? Uh, and reforming the national security classification system is amazing. Like, I I really want to dig into what they intend to do there, right? Yeah, that's that is massive, right? Because you know, you you could classify anything, right? There, <laughs> yep. you know. That's the best way to bury something, just classify it, right? Um, and the consequences for sharing highly classified information are so severe, right? So that's, when you look at a fascist government, the secrets are such a big component of that, right? So that is a huge step for freedom. Secrecy, secrecy and obedience. Those yeah. Those like two ways you control things secrecy and obedience because the secrecy lets you confuse everyone and secrecy lets people pretend to have authority over other people even if they don't it's mm -hmm. just secrecy and obedience it's like ah 
such a simple formula that whoever is behind this is really good at, really good at. And it's why every, oh, so I launched a, uh, so every politician right now, they need to swear they're not under alien control. And so I created a change.org uh, petition that mm -hmm. only for elected officials that literally just says, I swear I'm not under alien control. And I signed it. And uh, I would like to invite all elected leaders on earth to just take a moment to sign this petition, just to publicly declare you're not, you have allegiance to your actual oath of office and not to mm -hmm. aliens. And uh, anyways. You should start by mailing that to your local, uh, you know, Washington state officials, right? Uh, hit them up, see if, see if you can get them to sign it, right? Yeah, well, there's other people on Twitter that are tweeting at their congressmen mm -hmm. saying, yep. you know, for them to do stuff. I thought, you know, we also created that petition for disclosure, but there's other, there's another dis uh, disclosure petition that people are signing. No one's really signing ours, but uh, and uh, no, and also do want to say, I mean, no other elected officials have signed my petition besides me. So we currently have one elected official yeah. on Earth, me, who. Is said I'm not under alien control, so I will have to say I'm the temporary leader of the United States until <laughs> someone else says they are not under alien control and they actually obey their oath of office. They are in question, and we do not know if they are loyal to the United States of America until they, because mm -hmm. apparently the CIA is not, apparently the Air Force is not, so we and apparently Kirkpatrick is not, you know, uh, and. They're even they're starting to talk. I've heard a couple people besides me talk about we need presidential candidates. We need disclosure candidates. We need a disclosure caucus, disclosure movement of, of mm -hmm. candidates. And like Chris Leto needs to be put in office or put into yeah. be made secretary of defense or secretary of intelligence immediately. I mean, if I was <clears throat> president, Chris Leto would be immediately on my cabinet or maybe he should be president. I mean, he's military. He knows what it means to be in charge of weaponry. Let's let's run Chris Leto for president. Um, but we need like 100. We should have 100 candidates for every office. Every debate should be flooded with people that are just yelling at our you know, other candidates saying, how could you allow this secrecy? What, what, what secret alliances are you a member of? What secret clubs? Which one of you are Freemasons? You know, which one of you are you know, buddies with these Air Force and Pentagon, you know, generals over the years. I mean, we have the names of a lot of people from the last 90 years who we know now have been central to this. Their entire like careers and everyone that they've been close to, we need a map of that. Not to do a horrible, you know, McCarthyan, you know, thing, but just to know the truth. We need to know who we can trust. Yeah. It's, trust. it's shocking. I I was just digging into that declassification reform um, and it has teeth. I, I'm really impressed. Um, so they are putting like a 25 year um, limit on classification. Oh my gosh. Everything that, before 25 years ago. So only, only the very top heads of the agency or the president can extend classification. They're putting financial incentives to basically tax agencies based on how many classified records they generate. Uh, they are putting in a whole new system of government governance and accountability. So they have a whole new classification system that's going in there. Um, they're 
you know, they basically are building new standard operating procedures for it. Um, requires a security review of all presidential and vice president records, um, making sure things are properly uh, categorized, especially personnel records. Um, so that's that's interesting um, because like all the people that have been involved in these things, well, they cover up their involvement by just hiding their personnel record. So you can't prove where a person was when, right? Um, so saying you, you basically can't hide that is massive, right? Um, you know, I, I just, I'm so thrilled about the, the year, the 25 period year period for classification only. I Are mean, you serious? is it seriously saying it's gonna, they're gonna suddenly declassify a stuff, everything older than 25 years? I don't know if this is declass, this is just from their one pager. So I don't know if this is going forward or if it applies backward, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's got, if, if, I mean, if it applies backwards, if we're about to get a drop of everything about aliens and UFOs up to 25 years ago that the U.S. intelligence community knew, that I mean, that's probably, that might be a really good break off for them, because I bet they know a heck of a lot more, but they might be like, you know what, we could just release everything that we had up to 25 years ago, mm -hmm. because it seems like everyone knows all that stuff already, you know, they just don't have it confirmed. Well, or the... the the shocking thing in this bill uh, it, that they are for reforming classification, the bill itself is only 16 pages. Where have you ever heard of a bill that is only 16 pages, right? It is literally straightforward and only about this. So uh, that is truly, truly interesting. Now, it'll probably get combined with something else to make it pass, but um starting out you know means people might actually read it <laughs> yeah uh i you know i i very often popped open bills to see what the heck this is about and you know they're 200 300 pages long right <laughs> when they start so yeah. si 16 pages for uh you know sensible classification bill is just wow it sounds like a, i mean i'm hope i hope this is a 16 page reform that the intelligence community bill that is it's so stripped down because they realize mm -hmm. this is literally how we're retaking control of the united states i mean it's either I, I linked you the one pager but like it that's that's phenomenal right um so let's hope that this, and it's bipartisan, it is supported by uh, people on both sides, right? Um, so, I guess yeah. my question is, does it have to get passed by Congress to become, so when does it become yes. law? Yeah, it so it has to have a co congressional version and a Senate version, but it is literally exciting that because it's bipartisan, um, that it's not just coming from the Republicans or just coming from the Democrats uh, has a much higher chance of of success, right? Yeah. Um, well, hopefully this is the bureaucratic masterstroke that, and so it'd be uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if this if they've accomplished yeah. with it.
Well, the big thing is the Senate Intelligence Committee also uh, said that what Grush was bringing forward as a whistleblower had merit. I think we have a really good Senate Intelligence Committee right now, um, which, you know, hopefully things can really start happening, right? Uh, unfortunately, the Senate Intelligence Committee can't tell Grush that, hey, you have permission to talk about everything because it's the Department of Defense and the Pentagon that are the ones keeping him from, you know, saying everything. So the Senate Intelligence Committee is now going after all of that classification. And that is wonderful. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, well... I mean, I, it's like either this has to be done through a bureaucratic masterstroke or we're going to have mm -hmm. a moment. I mean, at some point, the president has to stay. Uh, the civilian authorities are now going to inspect all all CIA facilities for anything that's been hidden unnecessarily. And just I mean, the president could take all of Congress and go to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base and do a walk around and, and you know a few months ago do you know there was a there was a big intelligence gathering at wright patterson air force base did you hear about this it was no i had not like heard that months ago there was it was just a, a, a thing going around twitter that apparently the heads of every intelligence agency and all these agencies were called to a special meeting at wright at patterson air force base for something and it sounded to me like oh this sounds like alien disclosure to every head of major parts of the inside of the military uh, governmental process. It's what it sounded like. And so that was like really optimistic to me that, okay, maybe everything that needs to happen is happening behind the scenes without violence. Mm -hmm. The other option is that the president at some point orders his military to seize the facilities that are involved in this and the facilities refuse. And they declare themselves independent from the United States and in possession of a superior military and we enter a civil war, we divide the United States, maybe this has been the, you know, it could be whoever has this technology is under, has no interest in being mm -hmm. controlled by a civilian elected government, and they have a plan for an alternative world where it's not a de democratic civilian authority over us. Maybe they would prefer a Trump-like authoritarian, you know, uh, place to live and maybe that's their plan is like we just need trump to win this election and you know and then they can keep their secrets you know trump has to have a play in this he has to if he's in the know he has to have a game plan and it seems his uh, he seems he wants to be authoritarian leader of the u.s so and <laughs> he knows he has some group of aliens or people with alien technology ready with their own plan to help him and they're giving him some guidance like look dude we will tell you when to just go for it and say you're the king of america whatever you know <laughs> emperor <laughs> trump uh yeah. i do think that there are part of the government obviously is done with trump i mean that's what this whole all this legal stuff is about right because they could have just gone in and got the records and said, okay, we got the rec the classified records that you have and it over and done, right? But instead, they're bringing him up on all kinds of charges. And to me, that that tells me that there, there's not enough support 
in the government to keep Trump going, to get him going for another term, right? Because it's not just the American people. <laughs> Our, uh, the government has obviously got a lot of, of weight, right? Um, and, and part of what is really shocking about everything that's going on here um, with all of the things being classified and Grush not being allowed to talk by the DOD is technically the executive branch uh, leader is supposed to be the leader of the military, right? Yeah, it's commander in chief. That's right. So, of... <laughs> so why is it? Why is it that they're not he's not telling why is the president not telling the pentagon hello you have to give the senate intelligence committee and the uap task force access you you need to let grush talk right like this this is biden's choice to let things play out like this right uh so that that is really odd right well, if, I mean, if he knows they killed Kennedy and Robert Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe, he, I mean, yeah. I don't know if, I mean, I'm a low level elected politician, right? But mm -hmm. it hit me in a personal way that they lit, if they really killed him because he was just going to speak the truth, it wasn't, you know, I just assumed it was some like, who, who knows what backroom money deals are going on and why they killed him because he favored some part of the industri military industrial complex other than another. But if it was literally, he was just going to tell the truth. Yeah. I don't know why my avatar is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I think you just were emphatic with your head yeah. and interpreted yeah. it that way. I mean, I'd really people. like to see when Kennedy and the Pope visited compared to Kennedy's death. Well, the, the I, funny thing is that Chris Leto was saying it was just his theory. His theory was that the Pope might have told Kennedy he didn't even mm -hmm. know if they had ever met, but someone else just like pointed out they they did definitely meet after he was president. But who knows? Um, the Vatican has some explaining to do no matter what. Grush has opened that door. The Catholic Church is now in the center of the alien disclosure history of humanity, and they will have to come and say something to the, at least their people. I mean, we might need to go to some, everyone needs to go to mass and uh, just say, when do we get to raise our hands and ask questions during this mass and force every priest <laughs> in the country to address the issue or to send Oof. it up their chain of command. Uh, we need a talking points memo for all priest sermons. Anyone need to go confession? I may need to go to confession soon. And uh, they let you talk about anything in confession. Yeah. I confess, I no longer trust my government or the Vatican. Please talk to me, priest. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they would have to say, right? Uh, yeah, the the homily part of the mass is very limited and very short, right? Um, the rest of the mass, they are told what to say, right? It's planned out years in advance. Um, all blends in all the yeah. the non the homily is the only. The, well, sometimes there's good music. Like yes, my favorite yeah. song. They so can the pick their. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we should play that. That's the greatest patriarchy song in the history of religion. That's uh, a good you know song. That song, yeah. though the mountains yeah. may fall. I do. Do you, do you know, yeah. like, are you Catholic? Is that why you know it, or did you? Yes, you my 
I converted Catholic about four years ago. You're a converted Catholic? So <laughs> yes. what's your, what do you think is the relationship uh, between the Pope and aliens then? My, my, children, uh, my children were um, in Catholic schools. Um, and my oldest really badly wanted to convert. And so I went with him and, oh my God, it was a whole year long process of like massive amounts of time commitment <laughs> to do that. Um, I, I think uh, Catholics right now are really influenced by uh the far right churches in the U S and are going nuts over abortion and trans rights. And, um, they are very distracted right now. Mm. Um, so getting the attention of anybody in the Catholic church about UFOs and aliens, it's going to be exceptionally difficult because they are all about evangelizing against uh, abortion and against uh, people that are trans and people that are, um, you know, they, they have this whole all are welcome, but there's this whole uh, church doctrine, not just in the Catholic church. It's very much that, uh, you know, uh, they embrace sinners, right? So you can, you can come to the Catholic church and be part of the Catholic church as a gay or trans person, as long as you don't act on those things. <laughs> which is such backwards doublespeak that <laughs> you're welcome but you can't be yourself <laughs> so i know is it it's so yeah. is it still really anti-gay oh yeah yeah still really homophobic yes yes um and you know that is dependent on priests right when i started uh we had a priest that was amazing and inclusive and just I had no worries right I had no worries uh you know the first thing my kids said to him uh was that he was a goalie and the priest said oh my god how do you oh I'm oh my god bless you because <laughs> my kid was so little <laughs> compared to goalie gear right um so he was just you know uh a much more priest of the people right and then we got a priest in that was part of being horribly discriminatory against trans kids that I was just like, yeah, I'm not going back. Right. And that is one of the big uh, problems with organized religion and everything is, is that people are, uh, it's so dependent on who's in charge that day. Right. Um, so that, yeah, but as far I want to, I wanted my kids to get a generic view of Christianity, right? To honestly be able to empathize and understand what, you know, over half of the population in North America is adhering to, right? As far as what Christianity is. So that experience was great for that. Um, it was definitely, I'm not, so I'm not an attendee right now of the Catholic system, but as far as uh, Catholicism and believing in saints and everything, and in, um, it makes, uh, compared to some of the other religions, uh, a more inclusive place for some of my uh, ideology to sit. Because I, I believe that there's spirits out there 
that that help us, right? I am a bit new agey that way. Um, so, you know, all of the new age religion is about, you know, there's spiritual guides, there are, you know, uh, all of that kind of thing. Well, in Catholicism, that's very accepted in, in the classification of saints, right? And, and also, uh, I, I'm actually surprised that more psychics and stuff don't blend in with the Catholics because, you know, the idea of hearing the voice of God <laughs> or, or hear, having the spirit talk to you through a saint, um, Catholics accept that very, very much, right? Um, so I'm, I'm honestly surprised that the Catholic religion has not uh, embraced more of these new age folks, right? Because they could really easily adopt them within to their into their fold right if they weren't so busy being distracted by uh their homophobia and bigoted being so bigoted right um i i was really hoping that this current pope this current the current pope is actually quite liberal in saying that who am i to judge right is like his answer to a lot of things <laughs> so um but, you know, again, it just, he's, he's a figurehead. He's not really the one in power, right? And that's what we have to remember with our own president, too. Um, Biden is the figurehead. And in my opinion, it's really the Pentagon in power, right? So Congress, looping back, Congress needs to get way back, right? Um but you just, uh, I, I was just looking up as we were talking here uh, that JFK met with the Vatican. He went to the Vatican in July of 1963 and he died in November, right? Um, yeah. So it would be interesting to see like, uh, you know, if there were other follow-ups and inter other interactions with Vatican officials, right? Um it has big press because uh, JFK shook hands with the Pope rather than the traditional uh, kneeling and kissing the ring and stuff, right? And recently Biden acted similarly, right? Um, so kind, kind, of, uh, kind of interesting, right? Uh, yeah. I did not know that uh, there were the allusions to uh, anything from the Vatican. Yeah, you know, like it's it's a, a lot of um, a lot of leaders meet with the Pope, right? So that's not any big deal. Even Trump and Melania, um, yeah, even Donald and Melania went to meet the Pope, right? Like it, a lot of them meet the Pope. It's just. Um, the content of the conversation if there if there's rumors that allude to their any information sharing that would be really interesting to know right yeah you know i i gotta um connect a a thread that was so obvious that has never come together before for me but it would make so much sense at this point that the one classified document that trump took that he has not given back yet or that he took 
that he was all the other documents were cover probably for one set of documents and that was documents that showed the truth about aliens you know he's got to mm. be sitting and he's going to be able to justify it everyone in the u.s will forgive him for the for taking those all he has to say is this has been a crime your government has committed fraud i took them on your behalf and he's going to win that argument he's going <laughs> to moral. he's going to suddenly this entire and suddenly it's going to make sense why the uh this in a way him doing that may have been part of the shock to the system that the whole complex needed he's going to possibly so we're going to have him basically getting some credit for the making the alien disclosure happen and we're going to have Robert F Kennedy Jr being the revenge of the Kennedys uh candidate and then we might have like Tim Burchett, you know, if he runs, you know, as the mm -hmm. Republican sanity, you know, sanity. I mean, these actually could this could be very interesting debates. Can you imagine a debate between those <laughs> that group of people? What I don't think uh anyways. But yeah, I mean, that would make total sense. Wouldn't it Trump was hiding? I mean, what documents do you think he stole? Of course it was alien documents. That's what he's been sitting on this whole mm -hmm. time for his moment and how wouldn't it be so weird to find out Trump was able to sit on a secret until the right <laughs> like he I will can't imagine that he even knows because he was spilled the beans so badly <laughs> he has to be scared it has to be they, they had to have him scared they have to be like look we yeah. killed Kennedy we will we could so easily kill you no one will even investigate I mean Grish did allude to the fact that things were withheld from some presidents so well, yeah, I don't know. He's gonna he would destabilize the country if he said every president has known and every president has hidden it from you. They have to be hoping Obama at some point can step in and talk to people of Earth and people will stop burning the place down because it's gonna get there's gonna be some anger that has to be channeled somewhere. And I don't know if uh, a lively presidential election is enough of a channel for this especially you know someone's going to lose that election yeah there's one side for trump and there's one side for you know let's say robert f kennedy and they think this is about the future of humanity the losers are not going to want to take no for an answer they're gonna they probably have a strategy they're probably i think they're basically gonna this is gonna lead to the split of the united states that's got you know marjorie taylor green mentioned it several months ago she said maybe we need to split the u.s and maybe she is almost like part of the deep inside of this i mean maybe she knows the long-term plan is something's going to happen truth's going to come out we're going to split the u.s we know which states are going where we already know which cities are going are the agreements already in place and structure uh, right that that is a mind boggle right there. That's definitely a mind boggle, right? When are uh, the presidential uh, like uh, nomination thing? When does that happen? Is that like a year from now, next spring? Next? I believe in uh, January, it starts next year. The primary season is early in the year. The I think mm -hmm. the general election is November. Right. November, so it, but it starts to, it's going to, it's starting to heat up now. It's just sort of, but it's on a really a mild, tepid, sort mm -hmm. of like low boil. But I believe, you know, 
it is, I mean, oh, it's so great this is coming out this time. I mean, it, it's great that we're early in the presidential season and that this is breaking because, and they, I mean, they got to be all planning how the heck they're going to approach this topic. <laughs> yeah. I, ha I have seen some congressmen be completely flummoxed when they're asked about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just completely stumbling over words going i have no idea not on my bingo card right like <laughs> yeah wouldn't it be great if it's like it comes out soon enough that we have hundreds of people running for office it's just we flood the uh primary season and we have this like a primary season i mean that's like what we need as a country we need everyone debating every night in massive facilitated town halls and we need mm -hmm. new minds and leaders to emerge from this process and and we i mean besides electing immediately a slate of candidates uh for congress and the senate and a president we need we may need to consider the people that are not up for election need to resign and we need to have emergency elections for those seats because mm -hmm. we just we just they might not be we might not be willing to keep any of the liars in office another day you know, it, it, there may need to be a, a gentle political coup d'etat where everyone resigns, we re-elect re new leaders, and we try to start over without the U.S. completely falling into civil war. That might be the, the way to go. I don't know. Americans are so apathetic about politics. I, I just, other than actually seeing aliens, I don't know what's going to move people, right? Yeah. Um, what what is going to get into the minds and hearts of the American populace, right? Um, I don't know. It's apathy is a very powerful, uh, immobile, <laughs> you know, solid mass that you know we just how how do we get the American population moving? And it's going to take something really really deep and shocking right you would think that aliens are real uaps are real would be enough right no <laughs> no you're right it's like what is it maslow's hierarchy of needs it has mm -hmm. to once it starts once people start to feel this is relevant maybe it's when the u.s currency starts to collapse maybe that's when they'll be like hey what's going on and okay because this is the revelation i had this morning the connection mm -hmm. between cryptocurrency and aliens finally became clear to me. If aliens are real and our government has secretly been in agreement with them and in some sort of secret alien human economy, then really everything about our current economy, including the entire banking system, is really basically part of an alien computer network. And we, that this could cause a crisis of faith in the US dollar and the banking system mm. that will basically reveal that this will explain to everyone this is why bitcoin and cryptocurrency exist we created an independent decentralized network that is literally outside of alien control even if aliens secretly exist i mean we, we could have a flood of money out of the human controlled banking system because a flood of lack of faith in it and the cryptocurrency decentralized marketplace could become the metaverse could become the economic layer of all significant human transactions. Because why would you trust any part of our banking, government, lawyer, legal justice system again? That's what Chris Leto was saying. Mm -hmm. Why should we trust 
any of this system again we have and he even said we have blockchains now we have decentralized science you know it's just like the only thing we need are the all the facilities all the research institutions all the, so it's like those are the things we just need to be like which ones do we need let's go take them which mm. one's the most important one humanity needs to claim it tomorrow if it's like a a base in nevada we actually the whole storming area 51 actually might be closer to the truth we don't need to storm it mm -hmm. we could just surround it and wait until president biden comes to do an inspection or the highest ranking elected officials who show up should do an inspection and if that's always me you know i have a military base right by here maybe i should walk i was, I was thinking yesterday maybe i should walk up to the door and say hey i would like to do a civilian inspection of your base do you have any aliens and it's like I don't know. I, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> but, is it within Jefferson County? It is. In fact, yeah. If you look well, at you are you are a hospital commissioner in Jefferson County. Is there something yeah. you could do about health? <laughs> okay. Well, now we're. Can I? Right? All right, gonna, I need to gently Thanks. pull on another thread of information. Mm -hmm. And I have to be careful about this because I am an elected hospital, public hospital commissioner. But mm -hmm. there, besides concerns that the governmental complexes have been hiding information of critical scientific and technological importance. This means it is seems that big parts of the academic scientific community, including NASA, including our major universities, physics departments, and the entire science establishment on Earth must be partially at least corrupt and controlled by this which uh, I think most university systems are out of that, but there would be key ones, right? There are key key universities involved, especially the Ivy League. Yeah, um, there's some portion of right. this. There has to be some significant lying going on within the scientific community. There has to be within NASA. There has to be some participation of really serious engineers and scientists and academics in this. And that means now we start to overlap medicine and healthcare. Mm -hmm. And is there, um, have has science been hiding the true nature of human uh, genetics, of human reproduction, mm -hmm. of human medicine, of, of uh, I mean, I know this is overlapping into the whole, like we're coming out of the COVID scare where people were, you know, just like denying science for all sorts of reasons. But this gives us a whole new reason to question the scientific establishment. And okay, I'm just gonna like lay this out there. Just note, if it's true the Vatican has known the truth about human history forever, and mm -hmm. part of that human history is a serious, possibly human health related thing, like, some people on earth are not human. The healthcare mm. system would be the one to know that because occasionally someone would get into a car accident, they'd go or they'd go to the dentist, <laughs> and the dentist would look in the mouth and see, hey, this is one of those non-humans, one of those forked-tongued reptilians human or whatever. Maybe you can't hide the secret from the the surgeons and the dentists of the healthcare community. And so there is a chance. This is a speculative fiction scenario, but what if in order to become a dentist or a surgeon, you've had to uh, pass some sort of filter in the academic system because 
There's no way it maybe it's it's been possibly become a dentist or a surgeon without being let in on the secret. Is it and so that something like I think that, it would be more facility based than in general. I've I've met some really not that bright dentists or surgeons that wouldn't <laughs> would okay. not be able to keep a secret. So I think it would be more related to if you want to work at this facility. There's all kinds of stuff in employee agreements that well, okay. but you just go, how, how is this even legal, right? Well, think about, so but what about this thread? So if you were a religion and you knew you had to have healthcare facilities forever for your secret to be kept, you would mm -hmm. create a healthcare system. The Catholics have one of the largest healthcare systems on earth. If you were a secret military agency that mm -hmm. had to have healthcare all over earth to hide the secret, you would create a healthcare. So the Veterans Administration and that Catholic Church both have global coverage of healthcare. Maybe that is partially in place to keep the secret. And then it bleeds over into technology because people have to be able to leave Catholic healthcare system, the veterans healthcare system, and go see a different healthcare system. You know, and so and these the data from all these systems is shared in some ways. So it would mean potentially within not only our academic establishment, but possibly within the establishment of medicine and human medical records, that conspiracy might literally be part of our uh, entwined in there. There might be a deep, deep uh, level of secrecy within our science and possibly into our medical communities in some way. I mean, this might not, not just about banking and weapons, but this is about science and medicine. And then it, it does, it starts to touch our healthcare. Mm -hmm. Is our healthcare system, is it trans, you know, is it honest about the data that it has about humans? Is it being properly looked at? Are, are there people in our healthcare system that are complicit in hiding this? And if so, you would think they would come forward as soon as possible to say, look, there are some weird things. I don't know. Well, let's look at some examples, like uh, the doctors and nurses from Abu Ghraib, uh, the doctors and nurses from Guantanamo Bay, um, at how healthcare can keep secrets, right? I don't really know much of that. What can you... Those are torture places. Oh, well, yeah. Absolutely. Abu Ghraib is a torture place from the Iraq war that happened over there in Iraq. And when it came out because uh, Marines were taking pictures, they were taking selfies of themselves with tortured prisoners. Um, then they closed it and they moved people to Cuba, to Guantanamo Bay. Um, and where, yes, people have been tortured in Guantanamo Bay. And it's okay because it's not on American soil. Um, but yeah, many, many doctors and nurses have been involved in these facilities and uh, have NDAs. They can't disclose what they saw, right? Yeah. Well, also, if you're a military doctor, you are supposed to obey orders. I mean, this is mm -hmm. why I think Bruch and Luzondo left government because they have to be out of the hierarchy. Yeah. If you have someone that can give you an order, you're supposed to obey that order. Yeah, and, and I, I would say it probably is not our general healthcare system. If, if stuff is going down, it's happening in the VA system. 
I'm just saying um, it's a, it's I um, don't know where I'm just yeah. I'm just smelling there's a lot of smoke there's a yeah. lot of fire to uncover we need it wow if everything from 25 years and you know if we had a data drop from the government from everything from 25 years ago covering a ton of ground it could fill in a lot of information anyways who knows I, I do want to yeah. say I was just speculating on my concerns about the healthcare <laughs> system I I'm not saying any of this is true. I'm just saying mm -hmm. I've lost all faith and trust in bureaucracies in the U.S. and the corruption is rampant. And I don't know which one of you anywhere are trustworthy anymore. That's all I was saying. Well, it's good from the perspective of uh, a lot of what happens in the U.S. as far as faith, faith in the money, faith in the government is almost like a religious belief. Uh, would you question something um, Americans respond as if you had insulted their religion, right? Um, so I, I found it was interesting. You were talking about people having faith in money. Well, it, it really is that it is a magical belief, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so very, very, very interesting. Um, uh, and, and religion is powerful. Right. It is massively powerful as far as what people will do for their belief systems. Right. So, yeah, it's good. It's good to question. It's good to examine. Uh, it's very, very important that we continue to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and, you know, I, you had you just mentioned briefly, you know, like, you know, aliens living amongst us and, you know, collusion of the healthcare system and hiding it and hiding it and everything. But, you know, we barely understand our own DNA. We, as humans, as far as our scientific understanding goes, yes, we have mapped it, but we don't understand what it all does yet, right? We, we would not even be able to tell at this point who would be half alien or not, because we don't even know, like, we can barely tell that there are, uh, you know, DNA strands from Neanderthals and Deno Deno Den Denisovians, how do you say that? De <laughs> Former <laughs> uh, related human species, right? We can barely tell what DNA came from, uh, you know, the species that we diverged from, right? Um, so our, our understanding of human DNA and what it does and what it is, yeah, there could be people out there who are half alien and we still think that that's part of the human DNA because we just don't know enough yet. Right. Um, yeah. Who's an alien? I mean, we all yeah. might be aliens and that might be the secret that's being hidden that literally <laughs> we are, you can tell from. I mean, think about all the DNA that's been collected on humans over the last like 10 years, mm -hmm. which I willingly sent in samples because I just want to know the truth. I don't care yeah. that I'm telling everyone, but it may be we're about to get a map of humanity. And it may be that, I mean. Well, and it changes. I, I don't know what service you used. I went to 23andMe. Um, but it's interesting over the years as they're learning more. Uh, my map and who I'm related to is is warping and changing. Yeah, uh, mine is like a bizarre mishmash of I don't know how I have hand Chinese. I have six, you know, I don't know where some of these I I somehow I have ancestors in like every corner of Earth. It doesn't and it doesn't seem to match 
what I thought. It makes sense. Han Chinese came over and worked on the railroads, Matt. Um, so you probably have someone who uh, was a railroad railroad worker in your family. Yes, so. Right. Yes, so. But it is shocking. I mean, that that's like, you know, 150 years ago. It's not that far back, right? Yeah. Um, and that, that would make sense. You know, 6% would be, you know, a, a great, great grandparent, right? So, uh, yeah, probably someone, you know, an overseer or a worker or someone involved because there were thousands and thousands of Han Chinese that came over. Well, I mean, one of the deep, deep tracks of the, uh, you know, theory of how aliens and humans relate is that aliens created humanity a long time ago, and then that might indicate that different uh, races might be kind of different breeding lines of humans mm -hmm. that different alien factions or even different alien species literally favor. So we mm -hmm. could be about to uncover a story way more explosive than the fact that somebody killed JFK, Marilyn Monroe, and RFK, but <laughs> that that this traces back to World War II and to at World War One. It it just I think there may be a a and it may trace all the way back to different alien groups favoring different species on Earth. Some of mm -hmm. these relationships may be known by some groups by some governments, and we may even be like tempted or the aliens may even be trying to get humans to embrace the same prejudices that they have against each other. And they may want us to hate certain racial groups because they mm -hmm. literally are like parents wanting their children to hate the same people they do. So humans might be about to, you know, have to en masse either say yeah or no to the alien agenda of prejudice. Of who do they want you to hate? Who do they want well, you to not? Look at look at the Bible story about the Tower of Babel. Uh, the whole point of the Tower of Babel was uh, the humans. They're getting too powerful and too strong and too united. We need to fracture them. <laughs> like, well, it worked. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just as as a, like a, a Bible story of of yeah, their humans are are a threat. They're too they're too powerful. Maybe that was the point of not having one language because, yeah. you know, English, well, uh, whatever, digital, sort of like digital information is now the one language of humans and it's decentralized yeah. and you're not going to be able to silence it or blow it up no matter how many humans you kill. We're going to, Bitcoin and the blockchain is going to survive and yeah. if we record history on it, then it's not going to be, they're not going to be able to lie to us again. Well, and in some ways, some ways, because of the internet and English, humans are more connected than they ever have been. Yeah. Right. And if you turn on a universal translator using AI, we're going to be completely connected with verbal language and it'll be, mm -hmm. we're basically approaching that moment. The singularity close to every that. human can talk to every other instantly online. And at the same time, aliens are apparently real and at the same time beetlejuice is visibly exploding in a supernova what else is also happening it is i just want to bring up that it is part of what i'm excited about um the new perspective product that's under development the vortex it is the idea of getting translation in there uh yeah. if if we can pull that off that would be so amazing yeah uh, well, we can build know. it in hive one first with just text mm -hmm. we can have the text yeah. just instantly translate 
Yeah. And, so, and then you just have to add to that. Um, anyways. Text to speech, go. right? Yeah. Text oh. to speech. And uh, so, you know, then, it's, yeah. then you're adding voice to text, voice to text, it, text to translate, text to speech. And, yeah. I mean, basically doing that really fast. So it's uh, it's going speech to text and then yeah. translate and then text to speech again, right? But the technology is there. It's just Absolutely. a matter of uh, you know slugging through the development of that. Um, yeah. Maybe and, it was intentionally held back. Maybe literally we've had it and it's you know the aliens are like as soon as they have universal translation, it's gonna go crazy and it's, <laughs> it's arriving at the same time as all this. Well, all of this stuff happening with AI right now is just amazing. It is just exploding. I can't even keep up with it, right? My inbox is filled with, you know, 30 items a day of new stuff in AI, right? It's it's really, it's exciting times that way. You know, we've got AI coming. Aliens are real. I am glad to be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exciting so, I'm glad they stuck us in this part of the timeline in this video game. Cool bits for humanity, for sure. Yeah, in this in this simulation, right? Yeah. Um, I, I suppose we should probably wrap up for today. We're getting really long today, but yes, uh, but uh, some you know amazing, interesting things happening, right? Um, so uh, our call to action today is to follow Meditation Matt on Twitter for an eclectic mix of philosophy, art, activism, and ufology. Uh, we thank everybody for being a part of our Beyond Humanity podcast today. And uh, don't be afraid to tell the truth. I was not ready with the music. Let me see. Where I got some music. Uh, Wally John. Da, da. I'm just singing it in my head. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to play it. You gotta get somehow. I think you got to slow down before you start to blow it. I think you had a for a breakdown. <laughs> so be careful not to show it. You really don't remember what he that he said. Are the voices in your head? Call it what it Turn into the afternoon Feel the truth that is
Enjoying that so much. <laughs> All right, great. So we'll, uh, um, stop space and uh, stop the recording here. Okay. Yeah. 
Stop. 